Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Wet snow. You know, all GLers are now in a position of contemplation. I know. To to manage space or not to manage space. Reavers brought it up yesterday. Wanted to know what the ruling was. I think uh, you got to go after this. You know, my what? ruling is ah uh, yeah. That's bleep yeah. it. I'm done. Yeah. No, but I'll <laughs> tell you why. Well, first of all, what's the forecast? We're going to get as much as nine inches by the time this is done. Here's the problem. You don't need to practice space management for purposes of of losing space. That season has come and gone. I know your okay. answer. What's my answer? Because it's not going to warm up anytime. You're soon. right. It's too cold. Yeah. So this stuff's going to be around for 10 days if you don't shovel it. So that's the dilemma we're all facing around April. the pot-bellied stove in in uh, GL. <laughs> Downtown uh, GL today, they were shoveling in front of the NAC. They shoveled in front of the uh, Common Surface Savings and Loan, well, the Lawnmower Museum. As a business, you have to do that. I would agree with all those in downtown Garage Logic. Uh, clearing the uh, the uh, the sidewalk so people can conduct commerce. I looked at that snowblower today and I said, you mean to tell me? Yeah, check this out. I got to do this again. One more round. I, I'm probably, it, I'm not calling it space management. What are you calling it? Here, I explained this to Reavers yesterday. Let's have an up. Let's have a... a Here we go. This is... An, this a is, synopsis. Yeah. Space management stems from the idea that as the long winter progresses, you can't give up space. You're, you're, to give up space is tantamount to continually painting yourself into a corner. Correct. So you get this snow in October. There's no issue. You got you to gotta, you get rid of it. Right. Because you're preparing... To manage your space, correct. You can't give up any, right? And then the the uh, the conventional thinking by the time you hit April is, and I I I would agree, is all oh, the hell with it. It's going to melt, right? Here's the problem: it ain't going to melt, not oh, anytime soon. I will even add. You are correct, and I will even add um, to the fact that. Uh, Mid-November, you get that snow, even in December still. you got to shovel it. And, but it's also that, that festive April. Well, this ain't festive. The festiveness of shoveling at night. That's all gone. It's gone. That's gone. It's gone. You're thinking green grass. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you get the family out, oh, a snowball fight. Hey, guys, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, that 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 is, is long gone. So I have a picture on my phone. I mentioned it yesterday. It's a great mockery. What? I keep a picture on my phone of when I thought the lilacs were at their fullest last year. And it was May, <laughs> May 25th. And I'm glad I kept it because it'll be interesting to note uh, what that date will be when I arbitrarily decide, yep, I'm taking my, my picture of the lilacs because I think they're at their fullest. Double. Beautiful. 
picture. <laughs> I can <laughs> smell them when I look at the no, picture. No, you can't have that on your phone. Rush. Sure you can. What if you what if you 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 were looking at your phone and, and some the the comet hit, the <laughs> asteroid hit, and that you know somebody found that that was the last image that you were looking at was the the orchids or whatever you call them. What do you call them? Lilacs. Lilacs. I have the I have the uh, gavel out. Hear ye, hear ye. Rump. What do you hear ye? I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to shovel this snow. We must do something about this immediately, immediately, immediately. Harumph, 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 harumph. I didn't get a harumph out of that guy. Just the governor, harumph, harumph. I don't want to. I feel I owe it to myself. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I, I was told when I got home to, uh, don't worry, Dad. We'll take care of the shoveling. That that I don't have that situation. You don't have that situation. But again, it's not as festive as it was, you know, two months ago, three not, months ago. Uh, I'm not terribly concerned with the festive nature of this. Well, you know, you go out at night and you hear the snowblowers going, and it's hey, Ray down the block, and, and I, you're, I understand that, that might that's be, gone. That might be fun in the week leading up to say Christmas, or right? Something. Oh yeah, I have one hundred percent. You walk you around the block with your mug for right. God's sake. How's it going there, Billy? Hey, let me come over. What do you got? <laughs> Oh, but it's, it's, um, you know, the twins will play Thursday. You all know they will. Well, they, they almost have to. Well, they're playing teams that don't even come back here. Right. And by the way, not to go Roycey on it, but the scheduling that that's gone on here in the first week or so of the season is, is a bit ridiculous. Detroit is at home Mm -hmm. for the first 10 days of the season. Mm -hmm. Right now they're playing Kansas city. Yep. It's about 31 degrees there. It's yeah. raining. Can't imagine hitting a, a you, taking a, a It's no pitch. fun for the players and it's no fun for the spectators. No. Well, here's today. Here's today. And there's nobody at that game. Here's today. What's Here. today? Tuesday? Yep. Uh Kansas City's at Detroit. That's dreadful. Tampa Bay at the Yankees. That's probably been postponed. Yesterday's was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chicago at Toronto. They have a dome. Uh, Baltimore is at Houston. They can play that. Texas is at Oakland. They can play that. Cleveland's at L.A. They can play that. In the NL, Chicago's at Cincinnati. I don't know what the weather is in Cincinnati. Yesterday was okay. I, I The game was on in here in the afternoon. Philly at the Mets today. I doubt it. Washington at Atlanta. They can get that in. St. Louis uh, at Milwaukee. They got a cover. L.A. can play at Arizona, and Colorado can play at San Diego. So it's really only... Kansas City, Detroit, mm-hmm. and the New York games. Well, that, okay, so that's quite a bit. You'd think there could be some other finagling going on because there's so much at stake for concessions, for attendance. Well, I hearken back to my plan that was, you know, soundly ridiculed as well as it might be. Was that going to be funded by the Community Protection Act? I don't know how I was going to fund it, but I said, you got the damn dome. It's, it costs you, in today's economy, it costs you about 25 cents. Nothing. So you keep it there. Yep. And you play baseball in there until May 15th. And then... And then <laughs> too much sense. That's your problem. And then on September 15th, you return there. Yeah, I... I, I and I'm not a dome guy. I campaign mightily against the dome. Right. But I thought, as long as we have this thing, 
this is this it would save you from this. Right. And you would get your full ball in, you get your full hot dog sale, full beer sale. A, a good crowd. But so many mistakes have been made anyway. Why why do we need a new stadium for the Gophers and a new stadium for the Vikings and we're we're real we're a little heavy on stadiums around here. Yes, more for the arts. Harumph, harumph, harumph. No, no, Sushri no. says one more. Right, no. I hate this place. <laughs> no. And I always thought the Viking Stadium would have made the most sense at the fairgrounds. You talk about festive. Right. That would be a... I don't know why. I don't know why you don't formally submit. Oh, it's too late now, I guess. I did all the time in column form. And then they were just uh, hooted at. You know, huh, scoffed at these plans. I think were always, always uh, in the, always written in stone. We just didn't know it. Mm. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fun. Joe Souchelet. What you got, bro? Good friend, huh? You are stupid. <laughs> no, I'm not. You correct me if I got the timeline wrong. Yes. You spent half of Sunday day and all of Sunday night and all of Monday mm-hmm. going into Monday night trying to fly back here from Florida. Correct. You know what you are? Whatever. You're stupid. No, no. Here's what I would have done. And would I normally would me. not have. I would normally never recommend such a thing because I don't think people should shirk their responsibilities. Yes. Well, once I realized mm-hmm. that I was bumped from the first flight I was scheduled to take home. Yes. I would have said, I think I just broke my arm, and I'd stay. And you just not, especially when you knew you were flying back to a snowstorm. That I would have said, you know difficult. what, I can't, I can't make it, boss. I just can't make it. Right. Uh, I'm an optimist, so I'm always thinking, you know what, somebody just might not make that flight. All all day Sunday, pretty much Sunday night. You got a very patient wife. All day Monday. Uh, yeah, basically all day Monday because in the I, Tampa airport, I uh, I bailed on uh, regional Southwest Airport at in Fort, Fort Myers. Myers hey, when did you bail on them? When three of us did not make the flight at eleven o'clock in the morning on on Monday, Monday morning on Monday morning, and then you thought. I'm heading for Tampa. I, I see. I see an opportunity. I'm heading out. I see an opportunity given uh, in Tampa Bay for the nine o'clock p.m. flight, and you and that was successful. I I went to Enterprise. I rented a fifteen. It was fifteen bucks. Must have been one of like your cars. Uh, no, it was a minivan, but it was it was the week the d- day after Holy Week, so nobody's renting cars anymore. Huh. Everybody went home. I see. And uh, so I, I drove to Tampa Bay three hours. Uh, two and a half. We took it slow, and we stopped and had a couple spots to take pictures and stuff. Sure. And then um, I'll tell you, might as well. <laughs> yeah, I like Tampa too. So it's uh, you know that park downtown Tampa's got a good uh, good restroom. Is it? 
And so you made the nine o'clock flight. Yeah, the, my two girls. One worked on her stitch fitch or whatever that thing she had work to do, yeah. and the other one worked on homework. Mm-hmm. And then we hopped on the nine o'clock flight, and uh, I got to bed at about twelve forty-five. Yeah, I would have struggled with that. Solid. I would have struggled. Solid with that. sleep. Yeah, it's. <laughs> you know my my friend that works at the airport gets some perks. Yeah. And sometimes these perks that that he gets uh, doesn't always work out to his favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday would be uh, a key a key day that would would not have worked in his favor. I got a call from a guy today. You happen to know who he is? Okay. And he lives down there in in that area. Yeah. In the winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for some reason, he and the missus they decided to come home last week. Why? Because she wanted to. Ooh. And so he called me this morning and he said, you know what I am? Yeah. I said, what? He I said, don't. I'm stupid. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would agree that if, if you are. Um, you know what your wife is? Smart. Smart. She's she, still down there. She's still down there with uh, one of the urchins. Well, that's smart. Yeah. I was. Uh, I would have said I broke my leg in a, in a, uh, in a jet ski accident. I, I would have come up with something. Yeah, well, and I don't normally would never do that. I've never done that, by the way. Right. But had I known there was a snowstorm raging here, I'm I'm saying now goodbye. See ya. I felt guilty for not being here. I felt like I let you guys know. No, we put bit. you on suspension, and it went really well. I hate to tell you that oh, it went really they well. They all turned on me. No, nobody turned on you. Nobody knew. Nobody missed you. You well, know, it oh, wasn't that's like, nice to say. It yeah. wasn't like you know we were dying for you or anything. Well, no, I understand. We're that. rooting for you to stay warm. Yeah. Well, you really can't when you're inside an airport. Are you really enjoying the? You know, I mean, it's so clinical and it just Ooh. it's not, it's not, it's it's not favorable to uh, being outdoors. Yeah. But I will say the ocean was nice for the 17 minutes that I got to frolic in it. You know. <laughs> And I was then, like Nick Man. You know what I was? I went down there like Nick Mancini. Yep. As soon as I got off the plane, you start figuring out how to get. Back. How am I going to get back? Yep. How are flights going to be? You, you know, tell me this. Tell me this. Are you returning there this week? I'm going to go collect uh, the wife. The rest of the family staying home. I'm collecting the well, wife. Can't and- they? Do they need you to what? Carry their bag or? Uh, you know, a couple more days down there wouldn't be too bad. All right. Well, the same thing might happen to you again. Oh, like hell it will. I, I uh, know. I've got a plan. You got people? Yeah, i got a plan, people, everything. You know, I hate to be the one to point this out, Rook. Yeah. Um, but Ryan just pointed something out off the air that I uh, think is interesting. Uh-oh. See, you know, on this show, you're, you're forbidden from bringing up several things including yes. you know movies starring a certain yeah I, I, I can't do that or i don't want to get fired and that trip you just kind of laid out is very similar to the movie planes trains and automobiles I, I, he's i don't think he's forbidden from discussing that one it's well, never i thought come that up. was that's a it's a john candy movie i know but it's never come up that, that well i did take a plane mm-hmm. i took the tram which is a train sure mm-hmm. and, and i took a car. rented a car so mm-hmm. that's you know, that's all three. <laughs> See, that's what you're not supposed to do. No, that was just a random laugh. That was just, you know, hey, it's all three. <laughs> See, I knew, I knew, I knew you weren't faking. How? You missed the uh, oh the Target Field food introduction. I, um, I knew that was going on when I 
went down there when I booked my ticket. But you anticipated being back in I time anticipated for, for sure I was going to be back that morning for it. Yesterday morning. It was at 11 o'clock. And yeah. I, that's something that I Because originally you were scheduled to be back here Sunday night. Uh, yes. Yeah. I received a text from a Twins employee. They almost sent out the search party because you didn't show up. Think of the food they got left over. Yeah, right, because I always take a, I always eat a lot, and I always bring a lot back to the station, mm-hmm. which you usually don't. It's usually gone by the time you get. Do you know what uh, Beramundi is? Beramundi? Yeah. What? I had to look it up. What is Beramundi? You don't go to a ball game to eat Beramundi. Oh, no. I. It's Asian sea bass. Mm-mm. No, no. You you're, have a hot dog and shut up. You're... Uh, they're not. You're not that complex of a of a of an eater if you're at a ball. That complex. Pan seared barramundi from Baja House, available at the new Bat and Barrel restaurant. And there's a picture of it here. It's foo foo as hell. I did see little me. bits of green <clears throat> sprinkled on some chunks of Asian sea bass. It's probably wonderful, but I ain't going to no ball game to eat no fish. Right, right. That doesn't. That doesn't uh, compute. As we say in the business. Not for me. No. Well, there's others, too, and I, I can probably get you mouth-watering by telling you what they are. <laughs> They're just... Uh, well, I, you know, and I've seen them, and I, I know about a lot of them. I just didn't get there yesterday to sample them. But you're right. Uh, a fancy burger, maybe some pulled pork. Bacon-wrapped tenderloin from Murray's. Chicken Parmesan from Red Rapid. Pan-seared yeah. barramundi from... The Baja House. Oh, you, appetizer. You do the Murray's bacon. Wrap oh, I do that in a heartbeat. Because yeah. see, at the ballpark, I would. Uh, it's meat. I would not be hard on myself. I wouldn't care what I ate, just so long as I liked it. I ain't eating no fish, and I'm a fish guy. But that's not why I'm going to the game. That's not the location for it. Plus, Maybe. how do you plate manage it? You can't do any plate management with a plate of fish. No, no. You got to eat it at the. Thing. You got to eat at the restaurant. Well, that's Go to the restaurant. There. Baja House. I mean, I'm sure it's fine. But... Is uh, Height ready? Yeah, he is. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Uh, snow and 29 degrees. This update brought to you by MetaFast. Meanwhile, they're in the playoffs. Their 3-0 shutout of Edmonton and Colorado's loss clinched them a spot last evening. They will play at Anaheim tomorrow night. So the, it could still be a wild card spot, though, right? Y- yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, twins are off today. They'll play Pittsburgh again tomorrow night before coming home to play their first home game of the season Thursday against Seattle at Target Field. Uh, that forecast, partly to mostly sunny, high of 36 degrees for first pitch. Go get them, fellas. <laughs> Twins are 2-2 two and two on the young season. Tiger Woods makes his much-anticipated return to the Masters alongside Britain's Tommy Fleetwood and Australian Mark Leishman on Thursday in the opening round of the 82nd Masters. Tee times released this morning. Augusta National Golf Club will send off the 14-time major winner, a four-time Masters champ who has missed the past two years battling his back injuries at about 10.42. Anybody want my friendly wager? Yes. I predict the winner will have not previously won the Masters. Anybody want that? No. No. Okay, wait. You predict okay. that the winner will be a first-timer. First-time Masters winner. First-time Masters winner. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, that means I'm that. surrendering Bubba. I'm surrendering Eldrick. Spieth. I'm surrendering Woods, Mickelson, Ustuzen. I'm surrendering Garcia. Nobody wants that, huh? Mm-mm. All right. You know what I will do, though? Hmm. Go to 1500ESPN.com and sign up for the uh, Fantasy Golf Challenge. Yeah, I finally got my password figured out so I can uh, enter it and put all of you to shame. It's, oh, I will be. I didn't realize how easy it is, by the way. You just pick one guy from nine different groups. It's really simple. All right. Winner gets a trip for four to Craigans. Except if I win it, I don't get the trip to no, four to Craigans. No, uh, you do not. Your ducks will take care of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> News notes from today. As of late this morning, the State Patrol reports there have been 371 vehicle crashes statewide since noon yesterday as the latest winter snowstorm comes across the region. None of the crashes involved a serious injury or fatality. Total of 280 vehicles spun out or went off the road, and three semi-trailers have jackknifed. That, according to the latest state patrol figures published this morning. St. Paul City Council member Dai Tao has pleaded not guilty to charges. He entered a voting booth with, with a voter and assisted that voter on filling out their ballot. Dakota County Attorney's Office, which is handling the matter, announced in late January that Tao had been charged with unlawfully marking a ballot, which is a gross misdemeanor, misconduct in and near a polling place, a petty misdemeanor, and unlawfully helping a voter, also a petty misdemeanor. No, right here, die. Right here, with a towel. Circle that right here. <laughs> Is not guilty, please, mean that a pretrial hearing has been scheduled for May 1st. The criminal complaint alleges on November 6th of last year, an election judge observed Tao entering a voting booth with a voter and helping them in filling out their ballot. That incident reported to the Ramsey County elections manager who filed a complaint. Tao was a St. Paul mayoral candidate last year. St. Paul police turned the case over to the Hennepin County Sheriff's Department to investigate. It happened about 9 in the morning on Election Day, uh, the day before the Election Day, excuse me, location listed as the Martin Luther King Jr. Community Center. The polling site is in Tao's district, and early voting took place there. The complaint says the voter, whom investigators were able to identify, said she was outside her residence when she and others were approached by a person she knew as Mr. Zhang, whom she identified as Tao, when shown a photograph. Jeez. She reported he had the fake glasses and mustache. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. She reportedly told Mr. Zhang that she did not know English and had difficulty seeing and that she hadn't voted before. Once there, <laughs> uh-huh. go home. Fresh lady. meat. Just go Fresh home. meat. <laughs> Once there, she told authorities Mr. Zhang entered the voting booth with her, explaining each segment to her. She said he then informed her of each candidate's name, but did not tell her. Who to vote for? Who to vote for? You tell her to vote for Mr. Zhang. <laughs> <laughs> or this Tao guy. I don't know who this is. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein explicitly authorized the Justice Department special counsel to investigate allegations that President Trump's former campaign chairman colluded with the Russian government, according to a court filing late last night. Special Counsel Robert Mueller's team of prosecutors included that detail in a memo defending the scope of their investigation, which so far has resulted in criminal charges against 19 people and three Russian companies. Paul Manafort, who led the Trump campaign for several months in 2016, has challenged Mueller's authority, asked a judge to dismiss an indictment charging him with crimes, including money laundering, conspiracy and false statements. A new filing, prosecutors revealed that Rosenstein, who appointed Mueller, wrote a memo last August that outlined the scope of Mueller's appointment. Washington Post executive editor Martin Barron is firing back at President Trump for linking and attacking the paper and online shopping and shipping titan Amazon. The Post was purchased by Amazon's founder and chief executive Jeff Bezos in 2013. Barron said in a phone interview, it's completely made up. 
He says that about Trump's attacks on the paper that have included claims that Amazon uses the Post as a lobbyist. Last week, the president alleged the e-commerce site is taking advantage of the U.S. Postal Service and failing to pay enough in state and local taxes. The White House has since insisted the president's criticisms of Amazon are strictly policy-related. But the president expanded that attack Saturday morning, claiming that Amazon is using the Washington Post as a lobbyist. The president then said the newspaper should. This was all on on, uh, Twitter, saying they should register in capital letters. It's unclear what set off the president's most recent string of tweets, which seemed to impact Amazon. (laughs) Their stock on Monday fell 5.2%, helping to lead a 500-point drop of the Dow. I have a serious question. Mm -hmm. How can he have a presidential library? I don't know. Who? There won't be anything. To, I'm not being facetious. What what will be put in it? I guess you could record all these tweets. tweets? <laughs> I guess. There were a lot of tweets. This Whatever morning. it is, it will be tremendous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prince Philip is preparing for hip surgery, according to Buckingham Palace. See you later. That Queen Elizabeth's husband has been admitted to the hospital for a previously scheduled procedure. Only one guy has survived that at his age, and that's Sid. <laughs> the palace said Philip entered King Edward VII Hospital in London and will have surgery tomorrow. Palace said in a statement the hospital admission and surgery had been planned ahead of time. Philip has missed several public events in recent weeks, including an Easter serv- uh, church service in Windsor. The 96-year-old prince is largely, tri- uh, largely retired from pub- uh, public life, but still accompanies the queen on occasion. In November, he and the queen celebrated their 70th wedding anniversary Philip has had heart problems in the past. Follow up to a story we had last week. A search warrant says a North Carolina mother did confess to letting her one-year-old child smoke marijuana in a social media video that went viral. The warrant released yesterday allows police to take pictures of the Raleigh apartment where investigators say 20-year-old Brianna Lofton helped her daughter inhale marijuana. Version of the video that's received millions of views shows the head of an adult off-screen holding a cigarillo to the child's lips. The child coos and appears to inhale before letting out a puff of smoke. Police say Facebook users alerted them to the smoking child videos. The warrant said the incident happened sometime last year. Miss uh, Lofton is charged with child abuse, marijuana possession, and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Her loyal uh, lawyer did not return an email seeking comment. The cost of gas is up around the country and is inching toward the highest price in three years. Gas is going up about a penny every day, 15 cents in the past month. Christine DeLise with AAA said we'll be paying the highest prices for this time of year since 2014. Gas companies are changing over to a different summer blend. And to do so, some refineries shut down, leading to the classic market principle of supply and demand. I never understand that, the, su- the summer blend. Mm-hmm. As if it's a, a wine. No, it's like craft beer. You know, we go through the cycles every season. <laughs> and now you're into your summer beers. But tighter supply means they can demand uh, more free fuel. Demand is up as people are driving more, and crude oil prices are up $15 per barrel compared to this time last year. Delise said every time crude oil prices rise a dollar, consumers will pay roughly 2.4 cents per gallon. Officials say cookies dropped off at a main daycare center that staff members complained made them feel high contained no illicit substances. About a dozen staff members at Watch Me Shine Daycare in Bangor, Maine, reported feeling intoxicated after they ate Valentine's Day cookies dropped off by a parent in February. The Bangor Daily News reports police seized the remaining cookies for testing. Sergeant Wade Better said yesterday none of the cookies tested positive. Well, for any what the hell were they 
saying that for? They say they're not sure. Police say they don't know what causes the staff to feel funny, and they say no charges are pending. The daycare now prohibits outside food for children and staff, and no children ended up eating from that batch of cookies. You know that Dave Dahl, uh, Channel 5, does a weather bit at the hockey games, uh, presumably uh, on the scoreboard? Yeah. And uh, Judd was telling me that Dahl got booed last night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Uh, we'll find out here in just a moment. <laughs> Whoops. Cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Is it true you got booed last night? Dave? Ooh. Where's Dave? He's probably a little gun shy right now. I saw him downstairs earlier today. Dave? Dave? You, you pressing the wrong button in there, moron? No, we just found... I saw Dave. It must be Jonathan Uhas's, uh Pinch hitting for uh, David today. Uh, so. Is anyone there? Come in, yep. Rangoon. He's running across the he room. He just needs about 30 Jonathan seconds, he said. Uh, yeah, because he's got a very important forecast, too, by the we, way. We uh, ran into Dave downstairs in the cafeteria. Hmm. Where'd he go? I don't know. Well, that's why I was confused. I think he was sending off um, Bruce Haggerty, the uh, operations guy here. Well, that's right. It's his last day. Yeah. Jonathan. You have. Pretty Cracker Jack. Yep. He's got this. In addition to this pan-seared barramundi, yeah. which I don't think you should go to a ballpark and get. Right. Uh, you get the burger from Hell's Kitchen. Uh, the restaurant will feature brunch items for game days, and there are multiple bars serving domestic and local beers. But there's a new beer destination for craft beer lovers. I saw that, and that looks really good. It's called Drafts at 34, inside gate 34. Features a beer wall offering 22 different beers on tap, including many locals and limited runs of Surly uh, a Cut Down IPA, a collaboration with Perk. Oh, nice. From yeah, the, he uh, was uh, he was featured on the uh, on the gallery yesterday with his new beer. I have not tried it yet. Other new items from existing vendors include tofu vindaloo, a spicy veg- vegan stew served o- served over coconut garlic rice. How many vegans are going to the Andrew Zimmern's canteen? Will serve a rice bowl version of Mediterranean skewers. Roots for the home team is serving fresh citrusy chicken and vegetable soup. Uh, there's a picture here of ceviche from Baja House. I don't know what that is. Chicken parmesan and also available at the Bat and Barrel at Target Field, the Vegan Impossible Burger. All kinds of vegan burgers. Uh, this is uh, one of the ways that the baseball uh, attempts to uh, make itself Interesting to the younger crowd. Jonathan Uhas? Got you right here if you got me. Yep. All right, guys. Jonathan would not go to the ballpark and eat a vegan rice dish. <laughs> no. no. Who Thank would you. do that? Okay. No, it's not my kind of thing. All right. Well, what do you think? You know, 
Uh, Are you guys confused like I am with what the date is? I mean, like, you look outside, you're outside, and it's like April, what is it, 3rd now? I knew what April Fool's was, because I I got pranked pretty good on April Fool's Day, but uh, yeah, I don't know what day it is now, April 3rd. Yeah, it's getting goofy, but I will tell you this, be ready for some really fast changes next week. We could go from uh, really cold weather to all of a sudden uh, severe thunderstorms in the area, not this week, but next Thursday. So the transition is actually as we get past this storm, I know you don't want to hear this, we have another snowfall coming Sunday night into Monday that could look similar to this. Then as we get into next week, out toward Thursday, we could jump up into the 60s and wind up having some severe storms nearby. So it is going to change. It is not uh, locked in here like this the rest of the month. But right now uh, we've had about uh, two to four inches of snow around the Twin Cities. What is helping us right now is the strong April sun is actually getting through the clouds and zapping some of the snowflakes that are in the clouds. So that's giving us a little bit of a break. We're only forecasting another additional one to three inches of snow here heading into this evening. It will get worse on the roadways this evening because the temperatures will be below freezing and the roads will get more icy. So just know the bridges and overpasses could be bad for rush hour and also could be bad in the overnight hours. The snow tapers off to flurries here about 1 a.m. Low temperatures tonight will be dropping down into the teens, and then as we get into tomorrow, we'll see sunshine, but a high of only 30, and then we drop down to 8 to 10 degrees by Thursday morning. That'll (sighs) smash the record low of 12. And then as we get out to um, Friday, a cold wind and a high temperature of 30. Saturday is partly cloudy and 32. And then Sunday, more snow. That snow would come in the afternoon into Monday morning, and that could be greater than 4 inches of snow. High Sunday, 34. High Monday, 36. 38 Tuesday. I'll go to next Wednesday for you. We warm into the 40s. And then about 60 on the 12th of April with some thunderstorms, and some could actually wind up being strong. So it is going to change, but it is going to be another, you know, nine days here of, uh, well, not nine days, how about seven days, of what on the heck did we do to deserve this? Mm-hmm. Oh, right, thank you. Oh, by the way, the Twins uh, game is uh, 36 degrees on Thursday, for, but not snowing. All right, thank you. Thanks, Jonathan. Well, you have to weigh all of these wow. equations now into the management question. You just heard the man. He's got a seal. Mm-hmm. He's got a meteorological seal. Street creds. So you're looking seven days for this to be on the ground. Wow. Uh, then you got, I mean, you got to put forth an effort, but it doesn't have to be the full Gus effort. I agree with you. I don't think it should have to be the full Gus. You know, the front, the front walk. Gus meaning give up space. Right. Front walk, uh, let's go grass to grass, clear it all. Driveway, eh, you know, make a path. You mean to tell me. Mm -hmm. I looked at that snowblower today and I said, Check this out. Are you going to help me? Are you with me or are you against me? You mean to tell me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it a go, but uh, only because I just don't want to put up with the crap for seven days. The crunch, the frozen. Mm -hmm. You know what? I could could change my mind, though. It's a very very, uh, moving situation. It's fluid. Mm -hmm. If it's snowing to beat hell uh, this afternoon, why would I bother to keep doing it? Probably have to move it till tomorrow. Well, it's up to each and every garage logician has got to deal, has got to live with themselves. How can the target field grass be green? Well, they've got... It's, it's heated. Well, not only that, but I mean, they're taking care of it 24 hours a day. I know, but how can it be green? Well, the... the 
Don't you need uh, sunlight for it to be green? You do, and you'll get some of that, even though when, yeah, it's, yeah. when it's winter outside. But the, yeah, the, the the soil temperature of the target field playing surface isn't the same as your front yard. Well, that's true. You know darn well they'll play Thursday. But can you just... Because they got to look at Friday and say, uh, go the worse. devil we know is better than the devil we don't. They'll play Thursday and not play Friday, which is a scheduled off day. And then they'll have to get through a, a, a weekend that sounds more miserable than opening day. <sighs> and then they on Monday, they have a night game. See ya. Which will be about, you know, 20 degrees at 9 o'clock. And they will be drinking ice-cold beer in the bat and beer place. Oh, man. Uh, can grass grow, make a good point, Joe, Without sunlight, even if you fertilize it and it's in a warm, you know, location. I, I don't know. I'm not Freddie the gardener. I, I'm well, just... I wish I would have paid more attention on the Home and Garden Show. Yeah, or uh, Gino. Well, uh, you know what? It's it is what it is. This too shall pass. The grass always grows greener on the other side. That's right. Yep. <laughs> So Villanova won the title, I think, quite handily last night. No um, contest. Wow, are they good. Yeah. And they might be back. That Di Vicenzo is only a sophomore. They had a couple of seniors. But Villanova is one of those programs where they just grab some more guys. In fact, they probably redshirted a kid that's going to contribute next year. Did you note, too, that there were no arrests around campus? Love to hear that. Nobody burned any cars or looted a building. Well, they're or, used to it there. They just won one a couple Two and three years. Mm-hmm. I would like to point out that, that I had... coach must be something, huh? Jay Wright. Jay Wright's a good coach. In fact, he almost lost his job about four or five years ago um, because the program had kind of gotten stagnant a little bit. Hmm. But obviously that would have been a horrible mistake because he's a fantastic coach. I had Michigan winning the entire tournament. And locally here for the uh, Pro Pick'em Challenge. Now, what is it? The Bracket Challenge. Did you win it? 66 points. I nudged out Reavers by one and Harrigan by six. So you won it? Yeah. So wow. what, do, what do I get? Do I get a TCL Roku 55-inch no. TV? The only yeah. reason I made it close was because I had Villanova. Otherwise, I'd have been way back. Yeah, I hey, think... Uh, I don't get anything? I don't think I did very but well. But you as a listener can, so sign up for the uh, 1500 golf challenge. ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis.